the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback And hey, yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil Football fans, another edition of This Week in the NFL Is here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network your host, the Cowboy. We are heading into the conference championship games, coming off the a very exciting divisional round. Your three-man booth is here, so I'm joined by Cowboy Senior, John D'Amato. Your three hosts with the most. So, very interesting, very interesting divisional round, guys. Much better games than in the wild card round. But, as is customary and as the fans ask for, I'm going to shut up for a second and just kick it over to Senior for your uh, your opening statement. Oh, I wasn't expecting this today because there's really, there's really no, you know, you guys look for the vitriol from me. <laughs> and there wasn't much <laughs> happened this weekend that really pissed me off. So if you want, if you want a nasty statement from me, we were just talking about it before the podcast. So I know we're a football podcast, but to go into another sport, it's Saturday, which is now, we're, we're Thursday night, so Saturday at 12.30, it's a day and a half away. The ultimate Benedict Arnold and Cooley scumbag <laughs> comes back to the place, the place that adored him and now despises him because of the way he, the way he left us. I, coaches leave, the, for those of you who are familiar with PC basketball history, Rick Pitino left us, Rick Barnes left us, Pete Gillen left us. We don't hate any of them. It's it's all the things that this guy did. So we're not only me, the entire, as he called us, he would say the students, the players, the faculty, the staff, the alumni, the fans at Providence College, we're all just one big family. Well, that one big family is going to do a number on him. It's going to be the worst two, two and a half hours of his life Saturday. And I am really looking forward to it. And as far as football goes, great games last weekend. Absolutely great. And I'm focusing on what I, the thought that was running through my mind Sunday is something that it's a theme, not only for us, but everybody, every podcast, every TV thing that talks football, NFL, a theme this year was a lot of bad quarterback play. Well, Sunday's game, we had four quarterbacks who all performed at a super high level, and it was really nice, nice football to watch. And the silly thing that you get in the aftermath that we've heard this week, especially directed at one of the quarterbacks, is should we be blaming him for the loss? Well, none of those quarterbacks should be blamed for the losses. They all played great, and there's more to a football game than just the quarterback. So... None of them lost the games for their teams, that's for sure. And the guy they directed at is Josh Allen, which is absolutely ridiculous because he was he was that he was totally tremendous in that game. So anyway, all my vitriol. If you you, you people that listen that you're not getting to see us Saturday, uh you'd see me at my very best if you were at the AMP Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the NFL. Take it away, guys. Now senior, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's got Cooley on the brain. Because we have, you know, the, the hated Ravens won by 24 points. Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines 
Jim Harbaugh, now the coach of the Chargers. A lot of material there for you, senior. Maybe we'll get we'll get more out of you during the uh, the off week next week. Talked about that last week, and it's it is, the Harbaugh stuff is making is going to make me sick. Yeah, so yeah big win, big win for the Ravens. I mean, that was really the only joke of a game. For it, but it was a real good game for one half. <laughs> and the second half, it was they they just buried them. But I mean, the game was tied at halftime, and. We were saying we were watching it together, and we felt like it was kind of too bad that Houston wasn't ahead. That you felt like they outplayed them in the first half, but it didn't show in the scoreboard. But they very good, very good defense. Second half, yeah, very very good defense in Baltimore. And I hate to say this, but I do think there was one quarterback who cost his team the game. And I think he's going to be good. I think he's good. He was on a great run. But he, at, at halftime of Packers 49ers, Jordan Love kind of reverted back to Jordan Love from like week okay, eight well, of the season. About, they would have never been I, there. They would have never been there without him. But I mean, they had mul- multiple times, multiple chances to put that game away. To clear the air on that, I said when I was watching the game Sunday, the four quarterbacks that played Sunday were all outstanding. I wasn't talking about the Saturday games. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't calling you out. I was just just throwing <laughs> it out there. Tough, to, you know. Like it, it's tough to um, it's tough to criticize when you know the the lowest seed in the playoffs goes into the the 49ers home, right? And you know gives them such a good game. But they had that game. They really had that game, and. They just couldn't make that one play, and then that interception at the end was horrible. So yeah. he'll he'll well, learn from he'll learn from it. But for that half, I really wish it was Rogers playing quarterback and making those mistakes and not not love. Okay, I, I thought you were just, thought you were going saying Rogers would have won it if he was playing. I don't want to. Not go what there. I was saying. No. <laughs> no. But also in that game, you could definitely say that Brock Purdy didn't have a great game. The one saving thing, I mean, he was having trouble gripping the ball with the rain, and he definitely didn't play his best, but the one thing you could say for him was he showed the clutch when the chips were down and he needed to drive his team downfield at the end. I think he completed like six or six for eight passes on that on that last drive and got it done, but he certainly didn't have his best game. Yeah, and I mean, he he was, he did, he was, he did very well handing off to McCaffrey. The whole game. I mean that yeah, that, that that's was general, that's generally going to work. Fantastic, yeah. but he he yeah he did not play well. Um, all right, guys. So let's talk. Let's talk it through. So we started a little bit here. So Saturday game one, Ravens Texans. The Raven like like we just talked about ten ten at halftime. I believe the Raven the Texans touchdown was a punt return. Am I right about that? Am I remembering right? I think I yes, am. Yes, it was. Yeah. And. Um, they're in the game, they're in the game, and then then the Ravens that we've seen for the last 10 weeks of the season showed up in the second half and and just stomped, stomped them out. John, is this the best team in football? Uh, the, them and the 49ers are 1-1A. One one but uh, it, we, we see it every year, though. That that bye week is sometimes a curse. Uh, both, both of those teams struggled. Uh, you know, Flat. the 49ers, yeah, the 49ers obviously more and then they and they really escaped. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm more than Niners. The 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 Ravens uh, just flattened the first half, but they they did what they had to do and and, and got it together. 
but also you saw with the you know with Lamar he you know for these teams to pull an upset you you got to you got to get that big turnover they got the big punt return but they they never really got the the turnover there was uh, one of Lamar's uh, late touchdowns in the first half uh, the the play before he threw it in the end zone right into the uh, defender's hands and uh, you know slipped through his hands they didn't get the turnover and then you know the next play Lamar said all right let me you know he'll just run it in and and, and he ran it in and that was that was pretty much uh, their shot right there. And the same thing with the the Niners. Purdy put a, a couple, especially one. He put, he put it right in the uh, – I forgot who it was. It might have been Alexander. I forgot who was the defender. He put it right be, between the numbers. I think it was a 24, right between the two and the four. And, and he had a pick six, uh, you know, and he didn't hold on to it. And, and he also had another one that, that could have been picked. And, you know, and, and the ones, the bad ones that loved through – you know the 49ers didn't drop it, so in order for those teams to put the get that big upset on the number one, they have you have to play a perfect game. They have to win the turnover battle, and uh, none, none of the teams won the turnover battle. So even though they were both rusty, the Ravens and the Niners, they didn't turn the ball over, and uh, they didn't make that close to mistake that ju- except just that one uh, punt return. So. Yep, they, they, absolutely. They, they hung on. Yeah, they both hung on. The Ravens, the Ravens really dominated, right in the second. Oh, the half. second that, half, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like that's a good segue, John. We talk Niners, Packers. The Packers, the Packers really should have won that game. They outplayed definitely. them, yeah. and it was three, three or four possessions up four in the second half where they couldn't get, where they couldn't get any more points, mm-hmm. and people, I mean. People are going to hang it on Carlson a little bit. I think, I mean, he's got to make that field goal, but still a touchdown ties the game right there. If he, if he did make the field goal, um, I, I did watch a senior and I senior, and I did say at the beginning of the game, senior Carlson sucks and could cost them the game. You were there. Yep. Yep. Um, you said it, <laughs> yeah, but the 49ers escaped with their lives in that game. And, yeah, also, multiple times, one touchdown there. If you get that, if you get that lead to ten, ten or eleven, the game's basically over. The way the Niners' offense was playing and Purdy specifically was playing. The Packers' D. I know that I believe the Packers fired the defensive coordinator after the game, but um, I thought they played a pretty good game considering the opponent. And uh, that forty-nine er offense isn't the same without Debo too. And so it's going to be a big key to the next this week and next week is is Debo going to be back and if he is is he going to be himself? Hey, they really miss him. He, the Swiss Army knife does a lot for him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We saw them lose without Debo. What were your takeaways from that game, John? Uh, the what pissed me off before the Carlson field goal. You know, Jones had that big run, but maybe. It took a lot out of him because you know after after he got that 53 yard run, he got down you know getting down to like the uh, the 35 or whatever. They only they only gave it to him one more one more time after that. It was, it was like you know after his rest, they they they, they should have kept feeding him. They they were running the ball fine, and, and, uh, and yeah, and also you know you you can reiterate it, but that last drive, I mean, Love had the timeouts. You know, he 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 could have ran and got the and got the got the got a, you know ten yards instead of making that horrible throw. But eh, he'll learn from it. That was that was you know totally in, inexperienced where it finally caught up to him uh, at the end. Uh, just frustrating because you know I, you, you picked I picked the upset. You wanted it to 
to happen a little there, and uh, it, it, they didn't take advantage of, of everything they could have. Really bad throw by. I mean, and he's going to learn from this, and he's he's going to be very good, I think. But yeah, both quarterbacks. No reason, no reason, no reason to make that throw. Yeah. None. On, on Saturday, I was thinking both both these. I, I said, I said one, one day we might see a Love Stroud Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Bay Houston. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. And then in, in this decade uh, that we see that. Oh, quite possible, quite possible. Because you know Stroud will be back. I mean, that was a really tough assignment, and um, they were they're down receivers and the range. The Ravens' defense is really, really good. Really, really, really good. And then on um, on Sunday, guys, we had the the battle of the two number one picks, Goff versus Mayfield, in, in what ended up being a very good game. Um, you know, I've been a big, big Baker supporter. I thought, considering the circumstances and playing on playing on the road in a, in a tough environment, a crazy environment, I thought he did himself proud and has nothing to, certainly nothing to hang his head about. And probably made himself a whole bunch of money with the way he played this season. But the lion, the lions get it done, thirty-one to twenty-three. Um, kind of, I, I mean, the game. The game started more defensive than I thought it would. I thought this would like neither one of these defenses is really very good against the pass. So I thought that this would be a shootout from the jump and it wasn't, but it did kind of it did graduate into that as the as the game as the game went on. Um very exciting, very happy for the Lions fans specifically. That was a that was a fun fun environment. John, I know you and I were we're in that building not too long ago. So I was kind of picturing, picturing the building and picturing, you know, that atmosphere with that many people going nuts. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great to see fans like, you know, like crying, uh, you know, they're showing like 50 year season ticket holders that, you know, they've been through, uh, you know, hundreds of losses. So it, it, it's good to see a, you know, a team that never won it get the. Yeah, absolutely. And senior, what did you think of the uh, Tampa Bay performance? Do you agree? Kind of did themselves proud, maybe even overperformed a little based on expectations? Definitely. Definitely nothing to hang their head about, and especially Baker. Baker really played well, I thought. Um, yeah, they, let's face it. you, you got to consider this as an overachieving season. You didn't expect this from Tampa this year. You didn't expect this from Baker Mayfield this year. And to close it out with a good run in the playoffs, you know, winning a game and then not getting blown out at all, hanging right in there, taking the Lions right to the wire on the road. Great. A lot to be excited about if you're a Tampa Bay fan. And got to be really, I, I had said last week that the two people I was the happiest for were these two quarterbacks, and they both did it again. You know, they they both proven themselves to be in a league with a lot of bad quarterback play. The Lions and the Bucks know who their quarterback is that's for sure and two really capable capable guys who uh show what they can do it when the lights are shining bright so both baker ed goff great job fun fun game roar you got to be super happy like you guys said that it's like you see the stuff in the locker room after too it's the fans it's it's the coach it's the players there's a real real special feeling going on if you saw he gave who he gave the the game ball to the to the linebacker that got his first career interception, and it was a huge interception and a great play. It's pretty cool that guy gets the game ball. You know, it's just 
and you you can see that they've just got a special feeling going on in that locker room. And so a lot of it's a reflection of the coach, Dan Campbell. I don't know if he's the best X's and O's coach in the world, but I don't think there's anybody that a player, some players will want to play harder for than those those guys would run through 20 walls for Dan Campbell. So nice feeling. It's a real nice story. You never know how far it's going to go, right? They got to take it on the road now, but congrats to the Lions and congrats to the Bucks. Great season. Yeah, and I mean, now that Brandon Staley is no longer a head coach, I think Dan Campbell kind of <laughs> takes that title. That's the, the, the strongest motivator the down. <laughs> in the league. Oh, I, I thought you could say as Mr. Fourth Down. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah, he's got that, too. He does that, too. But That's the worst ball for him. <laughs> well, it has. It has. And, um... I, you know, I think I said I thought it, <laughs> I thought the game would like eventually that comes up snake eyes, but we'll see. Um, there was a little sense, John. I don't know if you got this sense of did that feel a little like the Lions Super Bowl? Yeah. Really big, big, really a lot, lot, a lot of celebrating for making the conference championship game, and I get it. I mean, I get it, and I am not. Yeah. I am. But not. they celebrated but, hard the week before too, so it's uh, you know it, it is what it is. You, you, uh, you get it out of your system, you know, the the, the couple hours after the game, and uh, you know that actually that night you get out of the system, and and then you wake up and you prepare for for the Forty Nineers. So I don't, right? I, I, I don't buy too much into that, you know, over celebrating. I, I mean, right. I can stand if they're if they're like tonight still partying, saying, "Ooh, we beat the you know the Bucks instead of concentrating on the you know," then I could understand. But I th- I think it just you know you get out of the system that that night and then you move on. You know? That could work. John. I was just just throwing it out there. All right, I do have I do have one major criticism though. I, I mean, Bowles did, did a great job this year, but, but but you guys have to have to help me with the uh, the down fourteen. You get the touchdown and he goes for the two. You guys have to help me with the the uh, analytics. I understand uh, the analytics say fifty five or whatever sixty percent of the time the it. two point the two point conversion works. So if you go for it every time, you can get the points, but. Once again, you gotta, you just gotta get the feel of the game situation. You can't, you can't just, uh, you know, you, the game's not, not, not won by the computer. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah. Like so. Sense. And all the computer things saying, okay, well then you can go for it next time and tie yeah, it if you don't but, make it. Still, however, the one thing that the computer doesn't say is. You get that touchdown, and then you go for two and don't make it. It kind of crimps the momentum a little yeah, bit. Yeah, But not, not even of, that. It deflates like, you a little. I think it does. Like, no, I get that. And I think I think a lot of times, like, I, I don't dislike going going for two down 14. I think it worked for Campbell this year, right, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I think what the analytics doesn't take into account is, like, your team – so with the the thing with the Lions is even I mean with the Bucks, even from the two yard line, there was pretty much no threat of them running the ball, right? So they're like one of the worst run teams in the whole NFL. So like in and especially between the tackles. So like if the two point play is you're gonna throw that low percentage fade to Evans, you don't you, then then you're not then you you shouldn't go for two. You should just kick the extra point because that play works like we I mean, you know, he's probably one of the best guys in the league at it. And it's like at best, like a one in three. You know what I mean? And um, so I think it's just it doesn't take into account your team. Yeah, the, the, the analytics, like the percentage is driven up like like teams like this year, like Miami and Dallas that could score at will. They, you know, they, they were probably like 10 for 10 on twos when they're playing 
you know, shitty teams like the Giants and the Commanders. So that's what ups the uh, the percentage. So, uh, but you, but it, there it, has it, to be a th- like to me, yeah. there has to be a threat of the of the of the run or a mobile quarterback just to give yeah. the defense something to think about. Like the Lions, the Lions went for it on fourth and fourth and goal. Nah, but they got two great running backs. And two, they, like and they gave it to the third guy, and yeah, he got yeah, it. Yeah. But they 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 can run the ball. Um, in uh, good point. Yeah, good point. They got a great offensive line. <laughs> The the Bucks have it. The only team the Bucks ran the ball well against all season was fucking Philly, which is like going against a high school team. Honestly, <laughs> they, 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 they were the worst running team in the NFL. So Still I, I, get I agree with, <laughs> They deserve it. I agree. I agree with you guys. In this case, I don't go for two. Does it change the outcome of this game? I don't think it does. Kind of more perplexing, and I. I don't think he really took enough crap for this. As I think Bulls forgot yeah, how much. The end of the game, yeah, I think he yeah. Forgot they had a timeout left. Uh, it just kind of gave up. Yeah. But it you, was. You, you make him kick a field goal. Yeah, you make him kick a field goal. Maybe get a block or a snap or something. Yeah, it, you, misses the field goal. I mean. Yeah, you stay in there. Yeah. You just let the clock run out. Like it's the it's yeah, the look, like what, what he said happened. after the game. They did question him on it. Yeah. And what he said after the game was, "Why prolong the agony?" We go down by 11 and the game's over anyway. And nobody said to him, when did the field goal become automatic? Yeah, yeah. Did you what watch Green Bay? It? Did you watch nobody Green Bay, San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what if he misses it? Yeah, did you watch, you know, Tyler, did you watch Bass? Did you watch the Bulls? Well, and I mean, Mike Badgley isn't exactly Justin Tucker. And no matter who he, he wasn't, is, he wasn't even on a team at no the beginning of the No matter who it year. is, it's at that point you got to consider all possibilities, and it's a possibility. It's always yeah. a possibility. So he was covering. He I th- I think he just forgot. It was a dumb answer, and no, and they didn't call him out on it. Yeah, uh, I think he just forgot. But uh, that's he, kind of on his assistants too. Like somebody's got to realize it. Yeah, you got yeah. all these people out there. Like I mean, you would think like the 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 defense, right? Like it's just automatic as soon as they they get stopped on third down, timeout. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, no, it was pretty bad. It's ugly. It probably, it probably almost certainly didn't impact the outcome, but like, it's pretty ugly. It's a pretty, pretty big lapse right there. Um, NFL coach. Yeah. All right, and then lastly, game game of the week. I'll eat, I'll eat big time crow on this one. It's the uh, the last time I back Buffalo in an in a really important must win game. <laughs> because the, all the demons were out here, it was um, a great game. Not a lot of fun. Game. Super game. Yeah. The Chiefs. The Chiefs showed up. Kelsey. Kelsey had his best game in in you know multiple multiple weeks. The um, Mahomes. Mahomes played a great game. The Chiefs. I think the difference in the game was that the Buffalo defense was like beyond banged up. Right. And so they have all these second and third string guys out there basically running out of players. And that allowed the Chiefs offense, which hasn't been great all season, obviously, right, to get into a rhythm and look pretty unstoppable for a while in that game. And they exploited the areas of injury really well. You know, they they went after those backup guys, which. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But Buffalo is offense. Buffalo, I thought Josh, like you said it earlier, see, I thought Josh Allen. He's unbelievable. He played an incredible game, but that was a, the Chiefs defense was at pretty much full strength, and it's one of the best defenses in the league. And eventually the Chiefs were able to, to get a stop. But I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo should hang their head in shame a little bit in that the Chiefs tried to hand it to them. So Buffalo, Buffalo with the ridiculous fake punt to Demar Hamlin. I know what was it, Romo? It was Romo doing that game, right? Saying, "Oh, you, yeah. you see the look there, and you got to do that." Like, come on, yeah. it's for if you're gonna go for it on fourth and five, you have the, the best, the best weapon in the whole NFL, right? And then, um, they, and then that doesn't cost them because Reed, who used to be famous for this, for Blowing playoff games, decides to hand the decides to hand the ball to um, McCall Hardman, who John he batted a thousand in this game. Two yeah. touches, two, two fumbles. Fumble. <laughs> yeah, first and three, you got yeah. Like like what got the hell? What are you doing? And then like at that point, I'm like, all right, Buffalo, Buffalo is going to drive down there and score a touchdown, and it just didn't happen. And then. I know, I mean, I know Bass missed wide right, and you have all the Norwood stuff, but at the end of the day, I don't think it mattered. Like, you're you're tying that game with a minute and a half left and giving the ball to Mahomes. What, 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 who, who thinks that Buffalo is not, that Buffalo is going to not hold them to me? The biggest play, the biggest play was really made by Chris Jones, knocking the offensive lineman back, stepping on Allen's foot. Cause I that was a touchdown. He just he just underthrew it a little bit because he got his foot he got his foot take, taken you know stepped on. He had Shakir. That was a, the way he you know, was yeah, playing. Yeah, and he had yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he had Shakir for the touchdown and where he trusts his arm. That was a touchdown. Freaking Diggs is a Diggs is a. Is a I'm, you just mentioned the name and. I'm I'm not just saying this game like this he he dropped one that that he that Josh threw in the wind in that wind 62 yards in the air and hit him right in the hands you're supposed to be what a you're supposed to be one of the A number 1 receivers in the NFL right one of the elite guys you got to catch that ball but I'm saying the whole second half of the season for a guy that started out the season bitching and being the ultimate diva I think that guy's slipping he's I don't consider him one of the best receivers in the league anymore. Yeah, he, no, I to get, he doesn't seem to get a lot of separation, and and he drops passes. I, I think he's thirty. I don't think he. I don't think he's that special anymore. It's about you know. I think he's he's about he's either twenty nine or thirty, and it's uh, it does it just happens. But I mean, he that like he's got to make that play on the oh, one right in his hands. It was a but, and then the ball. other guy. I mean, but poor Allen. I mean, he had another. Another, another, another deep, yeah. deep one, right? That hit Sherfield in the hands. Like, yeah. like I mean, if I'm Buffalo, I am, I am going all out, all out for Mike Evans, who's a free agent. Give him, yeah, give, 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 give him the world. Diggs is still certainly good enough to be a one A with Evans, and that guy paired with Josh Allen. And then, you you know, he's old, too, but Josh Allen's not going to be this dynamic forever, right? Like a big part of what makes him 
what he is is his athleticism and his arm and his you know willingness to take these hits and run and that we know that when that that can go and that can go quick and these windows that you think are going to be open for a long time might not be open that long so i would i would just go all in all in for next season and um and go after him but and um you you got to say it with mahomes this has been a chiefs team that has not looked good for most of the season and here they are in the AFC title game again um reminiscent a little of of you know the Patriots or you know I hate to say it senior the Steelers or like the the old Cowboys and Niners as they just kind of figure out a way to get there when they have when they have a you know the great the great quarterback John what were your takeaways from this game well you guys nailed pretty much all of them but the the biggest thing is that you know to reiterate on what i've been saying week to week the chiefs you know kind of sleepwalking through the regular season because you know the the division was a joke and uh they they were able to you know we didn't think oh that you'd be able to turn it on but they they pretty much did you know they could turn it on and off Uh, clean game no turnovers they they didn't give up any sacks uh you know the offensive line did did a tremendous job as a matter of fact buffaloes did too there were no sacks in the game that was uh uh, that that was a great job by both of the offensive lines, and uh, and then you know no no drops. Uh, they, you know, Tony didn't play. Uh, you know you know Kelsey <laughs> called all, Kelsey called all the, all his passes. He didn't do do any drops. So totally different than how they played the, during the uh, the regular season. And uh, and you nailed the part about you know everybody wants to just blame one thing. Oh you know we have a shitty kick, a wide right, and all that. But, but you hit it. There was no way that that you give him a Holmes, uh, you know, a minute and a half with a couple timeouts. That you know he's gonna he's gonna find a way to at least get a field goal, man. Well, and Bucker is money. I mean, he, that yeah. Bucker like is ah. like the best cold weather not, not kicker in the league. The, the way the, the, he'll probably get into the end zone because, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the guy that was going to Klein uh, was Klein, like a, a linebacker that was on the prac that was you know on the couch uh, like three weeks before, you know. And, the, the that's who they. Like, that's who they had the so guy. He got hurt. Yeah. He got AJ Klein. Yeah, yeah. Try, trying to. You know, they have him sticking Kelsey. Just the heart. And uh, and and the big play like that. That scene you made. Even though there were no sacks, Chris Jones uh, uh, got that play. But but you figure, ah, oh, if Allen got, got got rid of it a uh, a half second earlier, he had a uh, Tupac Shakur wide open, but he couldn't hit him up. You know. Anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's why I bleeped your bleep, you bleep, mother bleeper. All right. Um, get money. Um, all right, guys. So now we, we, we took a look back. Now let's take a look ahead. So this is it. Conference championship games. Four teams left. We'll start in the NFC. Detroit at San Francisco. Senior, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here to go first because I know this is this is you splitting the baby because I believe in our predictions this year you had both these teams 18 and 0 as we as we predicted. I don't think you ever predicted either one of them to lose, so we're going to have to break the break the streak. Well, if you say that, it's uh, my percentages were pretty good with these guys, right? They both made it to the title games. So oh yeah, no, not 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 knocking it. I, I just know these are other than the Pats. These are your two favorite teams in the league. Not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. this is a tough one. This is a tough one. If if Debo was 100% healthy, this would be a real easy pick. It's not quite as easy. I think the 49ers are going to be able to, you know, they, I, I, I see Purdy having a better game, and them give, that Detroit secondary gives up points. 
but Detroit could also really score. San Francisco defense is a different animal than the Tampa defense, obviously. It's a tough game to call. It's a real hard game to call. I think it's going to be a great game because I think I think that even against that defense, the Lions are going to score points. And the Frisco offense, without Debo, or they say if he plays, he'll probably be at about 50%. Is it just isn't as good as they are with them. All that being said, I just... Something tells me that this Lions team has something special going on. And we'll see if they can do it on a road in a really hard environment. But I'm going with them. I'm going with Dan Campbell's Lions to roar one more time and take out the mighty 49ers who looked vulnerable last week. (laughs) And, And they were home last week and they looked vulnerable. So they didn't look like the the super 49ers. And so if they're not 100% on their game, the Lions just got something going on. This is this is one of those things that you you can't – they got things going on, those those intangibles that you can't quantify. Dan Campbell's Lions. I love the whole offense. I mean, the like John said, the two-headed running back, you know, you got the speed. You got a thunder and lightning there with speed and power. You got Amon Ross St. Brown, who I, I said Diggs wasn't a 1A receiver. Well, that guy is. He's one of the best four or five receivers in football. He's strong. He runs great routes. He's got great hands. He's a game breaker. And Jared Goff is running that offense to a T, making some big-time throws. Close games. Sometimes the favorite gets a little tight at the end of a close game. And this team that's got this magical thing going – has it all going on, and they make the big plays at the end. Campbell goes for a big fourth down and converts or something, and yeah, the Lions in a close game. Roar! All right, surprising pick there from Senior. So um, Sunday in San Francisco, 67 um, and sunny. So pretty. Yeah, well, maybe not if you're a Lions fan. Because Purdy's tiny hands may not be as big of a deal with uh, without without weather, right? Um, so, in so I, I like I like the Niners in this game. Um, I think I think the ni- the Niners defense is quite a bit better than the Lions defense. So I. <laughs> God, for for the Lions to win, Goff is gonna have to is gonna have to really play a good game, and they're gonna have to take a page out of the Green Bay book and really control the clock with Montgomery and Gibbs, right? Which they can certainly do. I don't think the Lions defense can really stop the Niners offense. Um, so if you get a combination of if you get a combination of the Niners, uh, the Lions offense playing a clean game, running the ball, keeping the Niners off the field, and then Purdy giving it up once or twice, that's a, that's a path to a Lions victory. Um, I don't think Purdy's the best quarterback in the league, but I think this is a really nice matchup for him. And it, it, the game's on his shoulders. If he plays a clean game, I don't see any way that they lose this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to say Purdy plays a clean game. The Niners defense makes a few stops and they win 
30 to 20-ish double digits. John. All right. Uh, I haven't been as high on the uh, nine as Asenia has, and uh, but uh, I'm, I'm going to ride on with your points about the Detroit's defense. Uh, not, not not as not as elite as you know as as the other teams uh, the the other teams in the final four here. Uh, they've definitely uh, given up some points, and uh, I, I think they can hang with them and keep them close. But at the end, uh, they they have they haven't been out outdoors in. Uh, in, in a while they haven't played a game out outdoors and uh the, i think four out of their five losses were uh were on outdoor fields so that that's gonna that's gonna play a part in it and uh i'm gonna go to the niners they got that scare they got the big scare and, and it's and, and it was a big relief to them it's kind of like when you when you have like a bad dream or something and then, then you wake up and you're like oh thank god that's that, that you know that, that was just a dream it didn't come true so i think the I think the Niners got their big scare, and uh, they're going to they're gonna play a, a, a tighter game. They're going to play four good quarters. And, and, and Detroit will hang tough, but, uh, yeah, I say like 30 to 20 uh, Niners. Yeah, and, I mean, real big scare. And, I mean, I was watching watching Green Bay, San Francisco, talking to Senior, and, like, to me, Green Bay wins that game and you could very well be talking about Detroit Lions Super Bowl champions because they would be pretty heavy favorites at home in the NFC title game. And then I think they match up pretty well to both AFC teams. But I think this is just a this is a, a nightmare matchup. Not that doesn't mean they can't win, but in San Francisco, just the way these two teams are, are built, I think is like kind of the worst possible matchup for the Lions of of the teams that were left. So. Senior, I like the Lions. I'll, like I, I kind of hope you're right. I'll, I'll probably be rooting for them. It's just I, I think it's a tough one. So, but I give you credit for going out on a limb. Shoot or shoot, senior, like we say, right? There you go, go Lions. Yeah. All right, and now John, kick us off for Lamar versus Mahomes. Casey okay. at Casey at Baltimore. Big <laughs> game. You did a good job with the uh, the 49er weather report and a beautiful day uh, in Baltimore, though. Not so much. Uh, it's going to be rain. E- even on the weather app, it says, uh, you know, if you're at the football game, you're going to need a rain jacket if, if you're going to the football game. So it's going to be in, in the 40s and not as cold, but definitely rainy. But I, I don't think that that's going to affect it. Mahomes has, has played, has shown in bad weather that he's uh, he's still the same. And, you know, obviously a, a threat to the run. And, uh uh, to, to reiterate, the uh, KC's uh, they, they they turned it on. They they got the clutch gene. They've been they've been here before, and I think they're gonna pull the upset uh, over uh, over Lamar and the uh, the Ravens. Uh, just kind of kind of a gut feeling. Uh, uh, I like the way they played the last week, and then and they took it to Buffalo, and uh, just a 27-24. Uh, I think they're gonna. To, to take advantage of Mahomes is going to make some, make some uh, running plays. Uh, everybody's expecting Lamar to uh, that Lamar does, but uh, I, th- I think uh, Mahomes is going to show why he's uh, th- that special player and, and a future Hall of Famer. And, and you know, and if he if he gets to, and if he goes on to the Super Bowl, he's already 28 years old and he's already uh, almost halfway to Brady. So, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. But I'm I'm going for Casey in the upset, 27-24. All right. All right. So I'm up. I, li- I like Baltimore in this game. It's 
it really it's a great matchup. It's a great matchup. Um, on paper, I think it's I think you have to like Baltimore in this game. Mahomes Mahomes has that it factor though, and I mean like on paper you had to like Buffalo in that game. So it is with great trepidation that I <laughs> that I make the Baltimore pick. Because it seems like the Chiefs just figure out a way to get it done. And, you know, Lamar, we know the playoff history with Lamar where he has, you know, he's not always gotten it done. Um, but he, he is your NFL MVP. And this is this is this is it. This is his opportunity to take that to level up. Right. And how can an MVP only way to level up is to, to get that ring. And he has to go through. He has to go through the best quarterback of his generation to get it. Um, and one of the top defenses. No, yeah. Well, that's what I was just going to say, John. Is I think, I think the focus is going to be on Lamar and Mahomes. But your your both defenses are two of the best defenses in the league. So you know that the defenses are going to show up. And I make think, and and make plays. I right? think Spagnolo, the the DC, is going to you know devise some things. You know, make sure to emphasize uh, Lamar passing more. You know, that if he beats, he could make him beat him, make him beat us with the pass and uh, and contain the run. I'm going to go with what my eyes have shown me all season, which is that that Baltimore offense, when playing against a really good defense, right in a big game say against the Niners as an yeah. example. Yeah. They should they showed up and they looked elite. The Chiefs offense Mahomes is season. Mahomes is elite, but they were able to be shut down. So I think trepidatiously that Baltimore and Lamar and the Baltimore defense especially get this done at home in a much lower scoring game than maybe people, the casual fan would expect with these two quarterbacks. I will go 20 to 17 Baltimore. Oh, low scoring. All right. Dad. I yeah, know. To, to yeah, piggyback on the points of uh, two great defenses, no doubt about it. Two of the best defenses in football. The Chiefs defense is really, really good. I think the Ravens' defense is a little better. They're both really good, but if you ask me to grade both of them, I would give the Ravens the edge. The Chiefs' offense playing really well in the playoffs, but if I look at the big picture of both offenses, I would. it's hard not to say I'm giving the Ravens' offense as a whole a little bit of an edge. I think it's going to be a close, close game. Two really good defenses. I agree that it's not going to be 45 to 38 or any crazy shootout like mm-hmm. that. But this is something that I, you know, you know how you uh, you were looking for the fourth down thing to cost um, gamble. Is that what it was, Raj, last week? Something that a tendency that a guy has that bothers me a little bit. I know he's a great offensive mind, Andy Reid. And he's got the best quarterback in football. And sometimes I watch games and I say, and I see them do things and I say, why the hell are they going? Why does he have to always go into the bag of tricks a few times each game and go for a razzle-dazzle play? That that Hardman play was a perfect example. And and against this defense, they could turn that into six points. 
I could see something like that happening. Reed going to one of his crazy things, snapping the ball to somebody else, two pitch outs, and a little a little mistake happens, and boom, the Ravens are in the end zone. So I hope I'm 150% wrong so I don't have to see freaking Harbaugh anymore. But uh, my brain tells me I have to pick the Ravens to win this yeah. game. Great point, Senior, because Reed definitely, he's got to be frustrating the Chiefs fan. Even though you got the greatest you know, quarterback there, but he he has like two, three series where – you know, he he has Mahomes. He has Mahomes to pass it every time, and and sometimes you know, they get they get stuck. You get you got a great you know Pacheco runs hard. He, yeah, he he's, does. He's a solid running back. So, but but that was that was Andy's knock on Andy in Philly. He he just loves to you know he loves to sling a ball. Should be a hell of a game. It's going to be a great weekend. Definitely. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. So, John. Oh, John, I got one thing, Roger. Do you think? Uh, do you think? I, I hate to bring it up, but I gotta do it. Do you think Taylor Swift is gonna stop off uh, at the uh, at the couch in the in the circle? What was it? What, you know, what was it called? The Y? You know, where they had the meetings and the. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Do you right. think in Taylor's the, gonna in, stop there for a photo? In, in the courtyard. Yeah, I yeah. can't. <laughs> that is a... No, that was the. So John, I believe that was the pit, if I'm okay, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to the towers. Yeah. And what's what's Jason gonna do this week? Jason Kelsey. Uh, man. I hope he keeps his shirt on. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's the only time. That's the only time it's appropriate for for a fact yeah. to take shirt off. If yeah. you're a football player, that's the only time it's appropriate for. It's it's really like a, like a romantic comedy almost. Like you could see like the old member Ethan Supley before he got all jacked. John. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good, I good play pool. Jason Kelsey. Uh. Uh, you know, honestly. I'll just say it that the the Kelsey brothers right up there with the Harbaugh brothers for me, Ooh. right? Like, <laughs> like I mean, Jay, Jason, have a little. I mean, I have a little, have a little pride, right? You just you just got completely embarrassed for for three months on, on national television. I know it's nice to root on your brother, but nobody wants to see you, right? Yeah. Anyway, and he's do, he's doing yeah. the fake retirement because you know I don't want to go to training camp, and he'll probably wind up. Great player. Great player. One of the great, greatest at his position in, in history, really. Harbaugh's great coaches, but doesn't mean Assholes. we have to. There you go. That's another way to say it. All right. So, John, I believe you have 49ers, Chiefs, yep. Senior, Rematch, yeah. Lions, Ravens, and Rogers, Chiefs, I'm sorry, Niners, Ravens. No, there you go. Lions. That's me. Lions. Ravens. Roar. So can't wait, guys. Um, I'll be I'll be watching the games. I told Senior, me and me and uh, the little man who's not not so little anymore. Ryder will be watching the games uh, at Arugas. Senior could potentially join us. We're looking forward to it. And um, I have a uh, I have a shirt to wear to the game on Saturday that Senior was alluding to. It's a picture of yes, Ed Cooley. It's a big picture of Ed Cooley with a clown nose. They sold them for just a limited time back when all this was happening. And I picked one up for both myself and Ryder. So we will be we will be dressed for success. We are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network where I believe at this point I'm the only other I'm the only one with another show. 
So my other show is called Talking Docs. I do it with Jennifer Smith and Logan Crossland. We actually just recorded a new episode last night, and it was um, our last episode of season two, which was animal documentaries. And we closed it out with a heartwarming, heartwarming G-rated documentary, March of the Penguins. So senior john if you want to hear me talk about march of the penguins i could forward that over to you um any of you grizzled football fans want to see some cute little baby penguins that's uh that's the movie for you john anything anything you'd like to talk through here uh no, no sir that, that, that brings back memories yeah i saw that about 10 years ago it's quite a documentary very good Just is there any devito with that <laughs> different penguin senior <laughs> i love it so everyone listen enjoy enjoy the games it's going to be a great weekend this is the best time of year uh crazy to think there's only only two weeks and three games left of football so strap in enjoy it and soon enough we'll know who the super bowl champion is going to be so for senior and for john i'm the cowboy oh yes can i touch on something quick before we go i thought you might throw it over to me Oh yeah, absolutely. We can close the show with you as well, senior. That's you're really you're really the reason the fans tune in. So just talk, talk as <laughs> much. What better way to close it? It's kind of a little ironic thing I was thinking of. We closed the show last week. The last thing we did was we made picks on the big fights last week and the main event. Uh, Cowboy and I both picked Sean Strickland to defend his title successfully, and John picked Drakus Duplessis. And props to John for getting the winner. But the irony is it was a very close fight, split decision, and the one judge who gave the fight to Strickland was Sal D'Amato. <laughs> what are the I odds? Had the, I had the inside hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a common name. <laughs> Anyhow, I I couldn't I couldn't not see the irony in that. that was <laughs> <laughs> I love it, senior. Perfect way to close the show. So John's cousin Sal gave the fight to Sean just just to stick it to John with the pick so we wouldn't have it have it unanimous. Didn't want it to get too big of a head. All right, guys. So again, for senior and for John, I'm the cowboy. I'm out. Enjoy the games. Fuck it, Cooley. <laughs>